The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the season finale of Might Be Brews. Podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me as always, Mr. Steve. How you doing today? So when I listen to my podcast, I'm one of those speed and a half guys. Oh. I do the speed and a half. Oh. So hearing the music at regular tempo now, I feel like I'm in slow motion. Because <laughs> I'm used to it being all... <laughs> now I feel like I'm in slow motion. I should just talk really fast for the rest of the episode and see how that sounds when you actually play back. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> the man behind the board, my brother Taylor. How you doing okay. today? Okay. Terrific. Doing great. Great. And our guest today, the regional overlord from the Colony Meadery, Dave McAdoo. Welcome back, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I did not get to uh, hang out with you on the last podcast, so I'm super excited to be able to hang out with you and and crack some beers. So let's get into it. What are we uh, cracking first? I think we got a little Pilsner action coming at us first. So I was really excited. I haven't seen this locally, but I was in Williamsport recently. And I went and uh, grabbed the GABF gold uh, gold medal winner for Pilsner, New Trail Brewing Company, Lazy River Pills. So here we go. Nobody's ever in Williamsport. No. Unless you're going to the Little League World Series, you're going through Williamsport. Yeah, I go every year pretty much. Is it yeah, there's like my grandparents. Yeah. yeah, grandparents. What else is up there? Is that reptile land? Reptile land. Reptile land there. there. Absolutely. I forget the name of the federal prison that's up there, but it's up there. (laughs) There is a prison. Lycoming College. Bullfrog Brewing is also in Williamsport. The prison's in, not in Williamsport though, is it? I don't know. Uh, It's like right outside. Like Williamsport's like this cool little little city. There's a Wegmans. Because that's where (laughs) I get it. There's definitely Wegmans there. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually got this at the Wegmans. I did not make it to the brewery. Unfortunately, but um, I try to visit all the Wegmans uh, in the state, except for the two in Erie and the one in Penn State. Uh, but yeah, we're in all of them. So nice deliver to. So yeah, when Williamsport makes an order, it's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got to make that trip yourself. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, wow. I, I try to try to go in the summertime, check the cross cutter schedule, and uh, and then just go up, hit Bullfrog, and then leave. Nice, good hmm. hot dog spot up there. I saw. Oh yeah, yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a literary term. <laughs> you guys remember that from news, but all right. Cheers, everybody. Right. Dave, thank you for being here. Yeah, the, uh, cheers. Happy finale. Season finale. That's actually yeah. I know it's it's. This is going to be weird because this is the our recording finale is happening now right. today in the past for you listening. Yeah, correct. Yeah, when but in the future for me, I'm recording the game show. Oh, that's right. Which is going to release. Uh, a week after this in the future future Correct. of this <laughs> when is soon uh but i don't have the you date. lost me at the first after <laughs> I lost, I was like, you just keep saying after future and past and i'm gonna you smile sound, and nod it and sounds yeah. correct that, that, that's right it's meredith little, wills is calling in right now <laughs> <laughs> the game show will come out uh friday december 20th Friday, December 20th. Very this cool. show is coming out today, uh, December 12th. Now. Yeah. December 12th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, 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 now. Okay, terrific. It's uh yeah. But season finale. You guys had a, have had a uh, hell of a season. 
It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. We've had some fun. I uh, we're gonna have to get into it. I want to talk about like some of the favorite episodes, favorite moments from this oh. past season, favorite uh-huh. beers, mm-hmm. worst beers, things like that. So, well, let's stay in the present. Yeah, in the now, <laughs> which was recorded in the past, and talk about this uh, new trail pills. I think this is a really good pilsner. You know, Very nice. It's got a nice hop characteristic to it. It's not overpowering. It's got the crispness. It's it's got what you want from a pills. It's really good, but I think there's actually a a little bit more bitterness than I would expect to win or take that category. And maybe I don't know that much, but I remember drinking it and thinking, "Wow, like it's a bit hoppy, hoppier than I would have imagined." And I'm surprised that having that much hop character would still win. I'm far from a BG BJCP expert, so I don't know all the style guidelines, but I imagine there's got to be some sort of hot presence in the notes because this sure. definitely has a hot presence to it. Definitely does. I I really really like this beer. I think it's um, it's I don't know, I think the the hop bitterness is great. I think it's um, it's got a nice finish. Just a very very great you know really good pilsner. So I, I'd probably go four or five on it. It's not real sharp, which I like. It, it, you know, you go to the we've got the, the prime example of a great pilsner right down the street, of course, Prima. Um, sure. And this is this finishes a little softer for me, but I I think the bitterness is great. I, I I love pilsners. They're just if you can make a pilsner, then you can make anything. Go with all this barrel aged, double Dutch chocolate monkey sauce in a barrel. <laughs> um, if you can make a pilsner, then you're on your way. And this, this is this is a damn good pilsner. It's definitely tasty. I'm going four two five. If if you had this in front of me and you had Pil, uh, Prima in front of me, I'd probably still reach the Prima. Sure. But it's still a, a darn yeah. tasty beverage. Taylor's tilting his head back and finishing the cup. I'll go. Yo, baby, what's up? I'll go four on that. It's really good. It's clean. Uh, a little too. I don't know. It's like a little too hoppy for me at, for a pilsner, right? It is hoppy for a pilsner. It's really it's like borderline overkill for me a little bit on it. Oh, okay, like if I if I was gonna go for a pilsner, if I was like I want a pilsner, you know, you know, crisp, refreshing, easy going down. This is good, but it's not the one. I hear you. It's not the one. I hear you. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really like it. I agree. It is a little bit. Um, little bit hoppy yeah a little bit more bitter than i'm you know than i'm used to with a pilsner but i like it for that so i think it's good so anyway should we get into the food here yeah Dave, i feel like uh, we're, uh, we're starting a little they for uh foreshadowed yeah he so, foreskinned <laughs> what we're about to do here <laughs> we uh stopped at a new spot in downingtown barn dogs gourmet hot dogs not a sponsor yet not a sponsor yet they right in downingtown they don't pass um right behind rita's you know that like in, in that same building connected oh. to rita's oh okay oh. right before the tunnel going to like johnson town nudie's is nudie still there or no, no i think is this is where they where took over that spot they yep. took over nudie's spot okay. all right so i've been following on social media and i think it's kind of neat that you know i don't we don't have a spot like this around or um you know it's kind of uh unique to be just a gourmet hot dog place so anyway uh we we brought a few dogs with us to try it out i've never had it uh, we got a naked dog, we got a chili cheese dog, and we got the Cubano, 
which is uh has some looks like roast pork, some mustard, some pickle on there. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into. Uh, I guess I'm gonna start with the naked dog. Gotta but start naked. I think he said they make their rolls. He did themselves. say they make their rolls there. The hot roll. dogs are very long. They're a lot longer than the bun. Uh, definitely yeah. the roll is great. Roll, roll is really good. Really good bread. A little sweetness to it. Good chewiness. Um, <clears throat> but not old. It's a solid. This will hold up a lot of toppings. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It probably has to be like a pretty diesel roll to be able to handle all that. Yeah. The dog itself is good. I think it's a Sabrettes. Tastes like Sabrettes. What's that the dog does? Yeah. Yeah. The dogs are a little smaller in diameter. Yeah, they're not very wide. So it, it, it's definitely you want to try and get some toppings on there. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole list of different toppings and everything you can throw on the dogs. I got to get into this uh, chili cheese here. Yeah, let's go chili cheese. But yeah, I, I would say that the dog itself is pretty good. The um, The chili cheese has chili cheese, some onions on top. But um, I don't know. It looks amazing. But the guy was really nice. We got to talk to the owner, Barney. And uh, he said he's from Miami or, or was in the Miami area. And um, he went to culinary school and decided to, uh, you know, come up here and, and get this place going. Okay. I was just about to say a little spice in that chili. A little kick yeah. in chili there. I like it. Not too much. I just wasn't expecting it. But, yeah, I would say definitely try to follow them online. Um you know, Facebook, Instagram. He does a good job posting videos and, um, you know, saying hi and things like that. They just opened. They had Levante cans on the shelf there. They're doing a little uh, takeover there with Levante right now. So you can go there and uh, and get a dog, but also, you know, have a tickle parts or a cloudy and cumbersome right there while you're uh, while you're having uh, having a dog. I'm not, there's a little. There's some. There's some different. Looks like not a topping, but something in the roll roll. So I'm not sure if that's the hot sauce, if there's a little hot sauce on the bun, or if that's just the chili leak through. Oh, I see. I see what you're talking about. I see it there. I'm trying to get everything on one bite, but uh, this is a, a, it's a little an messy. overloaded dog. Yeah. It's a little messy. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Thank you for the napkins. That, that's a great idea. To have those. <laughs> Do you have some? Taylor, right. Taylor is looking at these things like we're eating. <laughs> live hearts from a calf <laughs> that are still beating yeah just so everybody realizes we tried to let him uh, get in on this and he was not interested no bueno no 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 interest at all that was y'all with the the food conversation a couple weeks ago what's that oh yeah i'm not a hot dog guy i'm really a hot dog guy it was like not a hot dog guy a, a mac and cheese <laughs> it was like in divisions in the plate like you got to have the old cafeteria tray <laughs> right and you wash the plate off before right. you eat again i was i was cracking up driving around <laughs> so i just got to the um man that's got some good heat yeah that's got some kick to it and i like it it's not too much mm. it's not too spicy at all but it's just the right amount of heat it's really really good chili let's buy a jalapeno on yours no, there's a I don't pickle. Think so. oh, there's, a, a, there's pickle. a pickle on the, oh, okay. um, the pickle on the cubano. On the cubano. We're all just gonna have these horrible accents for the rest of the episode. <laughs> cubano. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the heat on that. I haven't gotten to the um, to the other one yet. Should we but open man, another really beer good. while we're? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. We're going. Dang it. Of what the dogs? Yeah. What do uh, we? What do we you want to do our uh... styling and profiling? <laughs> woo! 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 You know, I guess I don't have a lot of wrestling 
you know, experience. I, I used to watch it back in the day and, you know, um, I remember when the rock and stole stone cold and, um, mankind, you know, all these guys were in it, but Ric Flair was probably a little bit before my time, but I thought he actually would say styling and profiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. But I, I looked up videos online and, and I never heard him say it. I was trying to find some audio of him actually saying it. He was always doing the, uh, limousine riding. Oh yeah. Jet flying. All that stuff. To be the best, you got to beat the best. These alligator shoes are hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you? We uh, have to stop wrestling now because Dave will just go. (laughs) He will be gone for like forty-five minutes. Oh yeah, you're a wrestling guy. I am. Oh nice. Taylor will be playing video games in the back. (laughs) Yeah, just hanging out, hanging out. Dave will be talking about junkyard dog and Coco Beware all night. Oh man, Frankie. <laughs> See, I can get down with some of the older. That's oh yeah. That was Junkyard Dog, Hogan, Heyday. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior was about my. That's about when I got out. Nice. So, uh, really random, but I used to uh, work for an oil company, and I would I would pick up oil from a uh, Sunoco refinery. It's actually right in Exton near Ship Road and oh, yeah. Route Thirty. So, yeah, Paul Spitz used to work up there. The guy that worked in there, his name was Dave. And he said his, um, or somebody told me at one point, they were like, yo, he used to be a pro wrestler. And I was like, he looks like a pro wrestler. He's like, just has that big body build and a mullet. So you like, he just fits the profile. And he said, yeah, he used to actually be a, uh, a pro wrestler. Look him up. His name was, um, Dave, the barbarian. I don't remember him. No, it was, it was, I don't think he ever got like too big, but, um, he did like actually get to wrestle Hulk Hogan once, but he would like just do you know, little WWE events and uh, or w- WWF back then and uh, be like a local guy when they came into town from right from, King, you know, they always said a job, Dave, the barbarian. I, I was going to, I actually had that term. I was like, he's going to be a jobber. Yeah. From, uh, did you get some of this? Not yet. Not yet. He, he would be the guy that would come in and just get his rear end handed to him. Yeah. Well, or, say, uh, so I don't know how much of a career he had out of it, but it was kind of neat to see him online. looking him up on YouTube. So let's get into our uh, Munich Hells. That's our uh, next style here. We're in the pale malty European lager section. Overall impression, a clean malty gold colored German lager with a smooth, grainy, sweet malty flavor and a soft, dry finish. Bullseye. So I went with the uh, Westenhofer original. Oh, wow. This is this is crazy. Woo! That's very interesting. It's like... Uh Man, it tastes like something. I can't beer. figure out what it it's is. It's a beer. <laughs> it's a beer. I don't know what it's reminding me of. There's I, don't, a, I don't know how you guys pronounce these things. When you guys were talking about the Westy 12s on the last episode. West Flatterland? Yeah. No, I'm not going to try that. You just got to You gotta go. West Flatterland. <laughs> <laughs> See, you You had like a little pause at the start. You were almost there. It's a Westy 12 to me. I Say it again. It. West Flatterland. West Flatterland. <laughs> Flatterland. <laughs> West Flatterland. The TV combination, West yeah, Flatterland. Yeah, I, I see these things, and I'm like, they all start with W, and they all are unpronounceable after that. See? You're saying it like a Charles Barkley golf swing. You just <laughs> yeah. That's how you say this? No. no that's what <laughs> <laughs> I about to say. That does not make sense. <laughs> we should have said yes and just totally messed with them. And he would have never known the Grammatically difference. Grammatically impossible. Yeah. West Flatterland. <laughs> I'm like, you got peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what West Weistenhofer? Weistenhofer? I, I think that's what you said. Weistenhofer? It's a... Uh, yeah. Woo! Hoffer. <laughs> Grab his dick and twist 
It's really tasty. That's for certain. It is tasty. I don't know what that flavor is. I'm trying to, to describe it. Maybe it's a little uh, bready. A little I don't bready. know. Yeah. A soft pretzel. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. A little it. fresh bread. So I, I just handed Taylor the phone. That second beer down is what we were what we were saying. The other one, the Trappist. Trappist West Vletterland. West Vletterland. <laughs> yeah, that like, looks nope. like it. I'm gonna stay away from that one. West Vletterland. There you go. West Vletterin. Is it Ren? Vletterin. 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 Yeah, perfect. It's a Westy Twelve dog. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm gonna get into this other bite of uh, you going, hot dog here. You going Cubano? Cubano. Yeah. Taylor, did you rate our uh, our Weston Hoffer original there? I'm gonna guess you like it a little bit better than the pills. Like yeah, I'm gonna give that a four two five easy. Easy. That's uh, it's clean. It's uh, very approachable. Something virtually anybody could drink. I think. You know, I it, think. It's got a good. It's got a good overall taste. It's not too heavy, definitely not too hoppy. Uh, it's a good beer. I'm going four or five. It just hits the style just perfectly. It does. It does hit that. Whatever what you described is what this, this is. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, totally. Stupid purity laws making beer the way it should be. <laughs> now there's a word that I can't pronounce. Purity? No, <laughs> the actual German purity law. Oh, um, I'll. Beer nerd license just revoked. Um, I, I don't know. I, I we talked even, about it before. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. We talked about it with Gov, I think, when um, when he was on from East Branch. Probably. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, um, I think I'm going to go 425 on that. It's really good, but it's not really my thing. I'm just not sure exactly if... Um, like like that whatever that taste is in it is just something that I'm not crazy about. So I'm probably going to end up just like I'm probably going to not go back for that style. Like go out of my way for it. Oh man. Oh, oh that's so a, sad. That's a beer drinking beer right there. Yeah, I mean it's good if somebody offers me one I'm going to take it, but I think you know I would much rather go for something a little bit more hoppy like if I'm looking at that in the and the, the new trail or or a, a prima, I'm going to go for one of those every time. So the, the German purity law is, see, I don't even know how to say it. Reinsgebot? Yeah. Reinsgebot? Reinsgebot, Reinsgebot. The, the German <laughs> heritage in me is, is yeah. crying. There's a little bit. You have German heritage? I do. So, <laughs> I do. So, just this week. This man, my, this man has been bringing sauce to Christmas dinners as long as I've known him. Now, that side, my mom's <laughs> side is still... So my kids had to do um, their heritage project in school. So I went on to the Ancestry.com because I knew I had Italian in there. My dad's side, I didn't really know much of where everybody actually came from. Okay. Um, and we found, so my mom's side is 25% Italian, uh, half Polish and half Spanish from my grandfather. So my grandmother's 100% Italian. Grandfather is half Spanish, half Polish. So then it you know keeps paring down. Yeah. My dad's side, we were searching back. The freaking Regners have been in Coatesville since 1708 or no something way. ridiculous like that. Like, wow. where did these people come from? But there was a Frederick Regner from Germany huh. oh. that I got back to. And then some other people went back to England. So my dad's side is kind of English and German. Wow. Gone. Huh. <laughs> huh. 
That's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, it is interesting. I did a whole genealogy, DNA test, the whole thing. You did the whole. Yeah, yeah, because I was adopted, so I was really curious to know for sure like what I was, and I think I'm like sixty percent English, thirty um, percent Irish slash Scottish. For some reason, they put those two together, mm. like in the same. Th- at least they did for mine, yeah. and then uh, I think there was like less than one percent Native American. You and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There you go. Uh, so different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so where, where are we at? Are we here? Are we did going guys, back to? Did you guys talk about the Cubano dog at all? I did not. The Cubano dog is awesome. It's got some mustard, some uh, roast pork on it, some uh, some pickles. The roast pork is really good. It's got a, got a nice little bite to it with the pickles and the mustard. And again, there's a sweetness to the bread. Um, that just it, it really all blends together. It's just. It's a really well done dog. Yeah, no, I really like it. I was really worried, actually. Um, so we, we went to pick these up on the way here, <laughs> and we got to meet Barney, the guy that owns the place, and talk to him for a couple minutes. And so I just told him, I said, hey, we're going to eat your dogs on the podcast. And then after we left, I'm like, dude, what if they suck? I'm going to feel bad being like, <laughs> um, oh, these these are some dogs, but you, you they're know, actually really, really good. These toppings are crazy. I'm actually going to – I'm a roast pork guy. Like that Cubano one was the one I was most excited about. But that chili cheese dog might be my favorite, probably because of that heat. It just, it just had so many different uh, flavors going on in there that I don't know. I really liked it, and the fries too. They got hand cut fries. They were, we we had them boxed up and brought them here, so they were a little cold, a little soggy by the time we got them here. But they were still good. So I think if you like, get them fresh, yeah. eat them there. They're they're fantastic. They're still good now. But imagine those fries with that chili cheese on it. Oh, what? I, I didn't tell you guys, but he actually put a little bit of extra ro- uh, roast pork on the fries that were in the box with the roast pork dog. So uh, I think me, Jackie, me and Jackie were tearing that up in there before we while we were cutting these up. Thought that's what was going on. Yeah, in there. <laughs> we definitely had a little Meat bit smuggling. of smuggling. But yeah, so um, yeah, they don't they don't pay us, but <laughs> shout out barn dogs. You guys are doing a good thing and um, great job. They seem to be excited about beer. You know, he was talking about the Levante thing. He's talking about teaming up with people in the future. So. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's a good pairing. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, I'm not a hot dog guy, but those hot dogs look really good for, for hot dog people. And, uh, and like you said, the, the homemade rolls, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. I, I would imagine. Good job. They got some burgers down there too. You can go uh, I'm going to yeah, go, I'll, I'll go get a burger down there. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. No Very doubt. Cool. Cause the fries were banging. I had some fries. They were really, really good. Yeah, they are good. They're really, really good. So what, uh, let's do a quick uh, Thanksgiving recap. I don't think uh, we got one from you, Steve. I did one on news earlier yeah. in the week, but yeah, yeah. Steve, how was your Thanksgiving and uh, and what what went down? It was very good. It was uh it was pretty pretty simplistic. We had our normal Thanksgiving. The in laws came over. I hooked up the turkey and uh, the stuffing, mashed potatoes was my uh, duty, and we uh, we did it up. Nice. Uh, we we were very traditional Thanksgiving. We don't go too crazy with like the. Any crazy sides? Like I try and keep it regular. Yep. I don't. Nice. Go, I don't do any experimenting on Thanksgiving. I did a really cool dish that was the first time I've done it, but I did a uh, Brussels sprouts, Gruyere, bacon, like uh, Brussels sprouts gratin kind of thing. You know, so it was very nice. cheesy, very rich. That bacon, um, <clears throat> it was just so freaking good. I blanched the uh, the Brussels sprouts first. I kind of wish I didn't because uh, they were kind of like just soggy by the time they were, you know, oh, they were over a little overdone. So I think next time I'm just going to put them in fresh before I uh, I throw it, the whole thing in the oven. 
But um, yeah, I, I think Amish Rob posted the recipe online, and, uh, and I stole it from him, and uh, it was it's fantastic. I do like Brussels, but I I can see being worried about it going the other way. Yeah, because you don't want a too raw Brussels sprout because then yep. you're just yeah not good. So I like a little bit of texture to it. So, but it was really good. Um, also after Thanksgiving, the Saturday after, we had a little shindig at my place. It was Johnny's birthday. Yeah. yeah. We had a really good time. Uh, we had, you know, there was a handful of people that couldn't make it. The Kinnamans, the Charlones from News and Relatable, they couldn't make it, which was a little sad. But I'm kind of glad they couldn't make it because there were so many effing people in there. Yeah, it's. I, I guess I didn't realize it. Like when we have people over, we've got such a big backyard and a nice outdoor hangout area that there's so much space for everybody to be spread out. But it being cold and everybody inside, it was like, yeah, it was a little packed. Once you get all those people plus their kids yeah it becomes plus the kids was it's a was different insane. animal insane yeah we had a lot of good beers um there's a lot of beer there. there's a lot of beer there it was a lot of fun i made a brisket um taylor didn't like it that's he such bullshit <laughs> such bullshit why, why don't you like his brisket you know what wrong every it? time i make food you're just kind of like delayed. john's attitude <laughs> he, he has a couple <laughs> bites of it and then he hides that he's not eating the rest it's un- unbelievable uh, he had like 14 napkins on his plate i think he was doing he, the spin into the napkin yeah, and then fold it up i love your brisket sandwich i love your food it's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> however i didn't eat as much of your brisket as i wanted to the reason for that was steve's mac and cheese bullshit oh, oh okay steve's mac and cheese is fucking decadent I want to say that I asked everybody to bring a dish. I was going to do the brisket. I was actually going to do turkey also and completely forgotten because I had so many issues with the brisket. So that's why we did meatballs last minute. But I asked everybody to bring a dish and holy shit, was that not the best idea? The mac and cheese was probably like in the top five best things that that ever happened to me in my life. Like marrying my wife, kids. You know, and, and mac and cheese is somewhere in there with the top five. Well, for, uh, first off, I thank you all for your, your kind words about the mac and cheese. I didn't think it was my best mac and cheese. Really? Uh, it was, chef, it was good. But I like the one that I made for Belgian <clears throat> beer day. I like that mac and cheese a little bit better. It does. It didn't make an impact on me like it did this time. Okay. But I had a lot left the next day and I ate a bunch then too. Do you have a recipe you stick to? Do you, do you, do you kind do you of finagle about it? It. It really just depends on what I see at Wegmans. Like if the Gruyere, yeah, cheese wise. Okay. Like if I see some Gruyere, I'm like, oh, that Gruyere looks pretty good. Let's grab some of that. Let's yeah. grab that cheddar. Let's kind of just depends on what I see. Yeah. Shout out Devin Mack. He brought a, um, he brought this, the, the beans. Did you have any of the beans? He I had didn't. beans in a crock pot and then I guess he made himself, but they were like baked beans. There was bacon in there. There was a little bit of maple syrup, I think. So it was sweet. It had a little bit of heat. It was hearty. It was so fucking good. I, I really didn't see them. I literally like just ate it with a spoon the next day. I'm like, angry. Oh, man. They were fantastic. And he brought a Magnum bottle of um, Dre Fontaine. Yeah. I don't know if it's Dre Fontaine, Three Fontaine. I'm going Three Fontaine. It's got a big three on it's it. Number we'll, three. We'll Americanize it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that beer was fantastic. We cracked the 2014 Dark Lord. And the one that surprised me the most was this uh, Rodenbach. That was good. Ooh. That um, it was this one, the one in the red bottle. It was like a cranberry. I don't know if it, it wasn't a creek. It was a, it was just a barrel. I think it was a barrel aged ale <clears throat> that had some berries in there. Uh, they gave it a little bit of red color to it, but that one really blew my mind. It was delicious. But um, 
We had, we had a bunch of good stuff. That was a lot of fun. Glad it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, it was a great night. So, so was the mac, especially for you, Taylor, was the mac and cheese above the wife's cookies? Mm. Oh. Dude, those carrot cake cookies, <clears throat> I don't even know if you can call it a cookie because it was like a sandwich. It was hearty. It she had, did had carrot cream. cake cookies, and then we did a cream cheese icing <sighs> and like put it in the middle, and then. I've been eating those all week. But she messed up. She didn't put the raisins in there. Oh, I'm glad uh, she didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want raisins it's in that. that thing carrot cake. It's right? supposed to have a raisin. Dave, nobody speak up. Golden raisins. Zero percent. I have never had raisins in a carrot no, cake. Carrot Zero. Got to have speak up. Yeah. Zero percent He's right. chance. No, no. no. Come on. I, I don't see him enough, often enough, but. I'm yeah, going to put it in right. my butt and twist it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where raisins belong. That be that's messy. where your mac and cheese is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the raisins and a carrot cake. Oh, the, wife, the wife makes an awesome carrot cake. Yeah, I can really imagine. I, yeah, I would. I would try it if it raisin didn't free? raisins. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try it either way, to be honest. I do like raisins. I just don't like them in my, uh, my pastries. I, I thought Devin was funny. He had one of those cookies and was like, didn't know it was carrot cake. I didn't know either. He's I was like, I don't like carrot out. cake. I like these. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah, know what it was. Cake. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is like uh, some kind of spice cake or I, I just really didn't know. I didn't realize even though when, when I saw it in light, there's definitely shreds of carrots in there. Yeah. There's probably a little bit of my knuckle from shredding the freaking uh, carrots on the uh, accordion yeah. shredder too. Yum. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> okay. Terrific. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it was a good time. Um, my neighbors came over who like my next door neighbors. I, I've lived to them, live next to them for at least a year now. Been a little over a year. We really haven't hung out. So it was like the first time we actually had them over. And turns out he's a beer guy. He didn't know we did a podcast. I could have swore I told him, but um, really nice guy. It was, it was a lot of fun. So anyway, everybody that came, it, it was a blast and uh, all that good stuff. But we got to take a break. So we want to drink another beer right now, but we need to take a break and uh, hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Jackie from Relatable Radio. I want to talk to you guys about Unomia CBD. This stuff is great and it helps with my stress and my aches and pains. I've tried everything I can get my hands on from the gummies, pills, droppers, drink enhancers, and they're all fantastic and they work. Holidays are coming up. Give the gift of Unomia CBD. It's 100% THC-free, nano-amplified, and third-party lab-tested. You can find them at eunomiacbd.com. That's E-U-N-O-M-I-A-C-B-D.com. Use promo code MBN, and you'll get 20% off, plus free shipping, plus free stuff. They're giving exclusive stuff just to the MBN listeners. So what do you have to lose? Go to eunomiacbd.com today must be 18 or older to purchase. So you've been listening to the Might Be News Network, but you still can't get enough each week? Become our patron on Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash mbnnetwork to become a patron and get exclusive content now. For as little as $5 per month, you'll get access to extended episodes of all your favorite shows, as well as perks including MBN merch and monthly giveaways. Just want to support the network? Become a patron for as much or as little as you'd like. Get bonus content each week and head to patreon.com slash mbnnetwork. Your contributions help us make this network bigger and better than ever before. Patreon.com slash mbnnetwork. 
Hey guys, it's Amy from Relatable Radio. Check out my Etsy shop, Aim for Home, for all your home decor needs. Lots of seasonal items and giftable things as well. Lots of new products coming soon. I also take custom orders, so send me a message on Etsy at etsy.com backslash shop backslash aim for home, all one word, or my Facebook at Etsy Aim for Home. Aim for Home, helping make your house your home. And we're back. <laughs> yes. I love so, it. We were just talking about it. if you guys want to call in during any of these episodes, go ahead and give us a shout um, and we'll we'll answer any questions. If you got any, just uh, just give us a shout and, and call in. Yeah. yeah bunch well, of we're ready to take your uh, take your uh, questions anytime. So, Taylor, you let us know when the phone lines ring. I absolutely will. And we'll patch them in. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, uh, I just want to say quick, um, I-, I wanted to like plug the network a little bit, but mbnnetwork.com. Uh, there's so much good content now. We've got the uh, Relatable Radio uh, might be news, might be tunes, Novak and Franz. I hear is coming back. Might be sports. Yep. So uh, all the shows have been fantastic. So if you're listening to us, please check out the other shows. And if you'd like to support us, check out Patreon.com/slash/MBN Network. Plans start as low as five dollars a month. You get a free gift for joining. You get entered into monthly giveaways, and you get an extra thirty minutes of content on every show, including this one. It's five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks. And you'll get uh, entry into the wild card game show yes so the wild card game show is going to be a new show but each uh each person that's playing or participating in the show will be representing one of our patreon members that's correct so, so whoever wins the show wins a gift card for the uh, for, patreon the, for member. the patreon member yeah very cool so for instance i'm in the first game show correct i don't know if I, did i just break news right there no, no, no yeah we talked about it we talked about it but the, is that did we talk about it in public you did, on the, on you did in the beginning of the show. No, I'll do it again because I'm going to win this mother effort. <laughs> so whoever gets picked will be my patron and they're going to win a gift card. Yeah. So that's correct. Yeah. So at the uh, beginning of the show, you'll pretty much know who's going to win and who's going to get the gift card. As soon as you announce who Steve whoever I'm for. playing for. Yeah, right, right, right. We'll be right, the winner. Right. Yeah. Unless, we'll the, right. unless the categories are Kinderman family history <laughs> and women's soccer. I'm winning the the uh, so in this time space continuum. I was working on the the questions today. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard show. That sounds I, like fun. There's going to be a lot of wrong answers. Yeah, that's okay. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair, especially with co-host Kevin involved. It's all right. I can I can take a defensive battle. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun though. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So who's going to be on the first episode besides Mr. Steve? Co-host Kev, co-host Mr. Kev. Steve, and Jackie. Nice. Are the first three contestants. And Allison is hosting. Allison is the She's going to ask the questions. Correct. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, well, I'll be working the boards and doing like the in-between stuff and whatever. You'll see. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Do we I'm have like buzzers and. Um, yeah. I'm going to have. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some, some things, some things lined up. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. I'm excited for it. What are we drinking? Let's go. Yeah. Let's drink something. We're, we're drinking slow tonight. We got to. This is what we're having? We gotta this get is what we're having. Dave, give us an introduction. All right, so this is called the Earl. This is uh, a still mead. Uh, comes in about 7.5%. Um, it's based on an old uh, Earl Grey recipe um, and contains about 17 different uh, herbs and spices. Uh, this is a the driest mead that we do because mead doesn't have to be 
thick and glowing and overly sweet and shades of jet fuel, nor does it all have to be sweet either. I, I'm trying not to fall into just straight pitch right now. But, um, but yeah, I call this our steak dinner meat. Um, if you don't have a you know, good bottle of red wine, then this could be a go-to. You got a really good, I mean, just a really great nose on it. You get a little, little Simon and Garfunkel, you know, for you chefs out there, you're doing any kind of roasted meats in the oven. This will just, this will pair up great with it. I was expecting an overpowering tea and it's definitely not overpowering me. And that's actually why I told you to pour me only a little bit because I'm not a tea person, but I can definitely see this pairing with meat. Definitely. Yeah. Really well. Wow. This is incredible. It's crazy because you're getting some of those spices. You're getting a, um, you know, it, it's really, it's got a nice body. It's got a lot of flavor to it, but it, it's not too sweet. Nothing's too overpowering, but it's still full bodied. Yeah. So I kind of get what you're saying where it's like, you know, a red wine with steak is just like a nice, bold, you know, full bodied beverage to have with it that complements the flavor. I completely see that. This is, um, this is really interesting. That's this, really good. This would have went well with Thanksgiving turkey, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have another one for that, and that's our Wu-Tang Cran, which goes really well. Which we had last time you were on the show, yeah. which is really, really good. Um, the, it was a, supposed to be a Thanksgiving one-off about four or five years ago, and people just kept buying it. I hear that's nothing to fuck with. You are correct. <laughs> it's also av- available at your local Wegmans. Um, is it? Is it really? Absolutely. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. I didn't get any last totally. time. I got to get some of that. Um, I know a guy. All right. So I'll be out. Yeah, I'll yeah, definitely. The, the Earl is available uh, online. Do a quick... Uh, spot here with yeah. uh colonymeadery.com and uh not like uh, unlike um levante what's it called uh aries mercury. mercury mercury yep sorry um <laughs> um we will deliver it to your door uh but it'll be with our friends from uh ups okay not in person gotcha or dave will just drive it to your house it's true <laughs> if you're in lehigh valley you know let me know and you got a little bit of Star Trek going on in the front of there. It looks like the uh, USS Enterprise. Yeah, we, we're going through a, a little bit of a rebrand right now uh, with our labels on our cans and bottles. Um, before, it was just, okay, make the, the the company logo as big as you can because you need to get your name out there. So people recognize, like, oh, look, Colony. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Uh, now we've been around for about six years. Uh, we're doing a little shift where we want the flavor name to be bigger. Uh, the same is here on the uh, Ain't No Peach. Um, and then little company logo on the back. Gotcha. I mean, just cause that's the way the market's moving. I mean, you stand in the sure. aisle and look at all the, the tall boy cans. I mean, it's just, it's just amateur artists everywhere. Yeah. It's Absolutely. just crazy sauce <laughs> for sure. But yeah, the Earl to, to answer your question a roundabout. So it's a, uh, uh, forgive me, uh, geeks. I, I don't know the name of the number of the USS enterprise. Um, but it's that with a cup of tea, on the the big round part uh because an illusion because that's um picard's favorite tea ah very cool yeah very cool so we try we try to uh be inclusive on all of our nerd and and geek and dork stuff um it's it's a big world out there and you know you need to help each other out so (laughs) right (laughs) it is it's really good um i wish i had some meat to go along with it as far as like like some red meat some steak or something like that i bet it would be really really good with it um i like everything that i've tried from from you guys you guys left some um uh you guys left a, a, quite a few things with me last time you were here the, the jerk mead was really good oh uh, yeah the, i'll be back out in the spring the um 
It was a half and half, I think it was. Uh, oh, the lemonade. T-Tax. Yeah, yeah, Arnold, yeah it's yeah. called T-Tax. Start taking on Arnold Palmer. That stuff was really good. Yeah, um, me too. I think this was the first time I've had this one, and it's really good. I like this a lot. Yeah, I like the, the second round with it, uh, like the teas coming through. I just really like it. It's it's it's, it's interesting. I like the nose a lot. Like, it Nothing smells like it. so good. It smells really good. Like, it's just like kind of it's almost like soothing to drink. It's not like abrasive soothing at all. like an Earl Grey tea. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Is that a nighttime tea? I don't Points. know my teas. Uh, no, Earl's got a good amount of caffeine in it. Nice. Does this? No. <laughs> no, it's yeah, because we do like a, we do a coffee meet as well, which is on hiatus right now for other reasons. But uh, people get worried, like oh, this is a coffee meet. How much? It, it doesn't. Okay. Stop. This is, this is alcohol. This isn't caffeine. Gotcha. We're not doing the uh, the Red Bull thing. Yeah. I always wonder sometimes when I'm drinking like a coffee stout or something like that. I'm like, I wonder how much caffeine's coming through on this. Not enough to counteract the alcohol that's putting you to sleep anyway. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> good call. That coffee mead was bananas. Yeah. Like it's crazy. That's a good one. We've got a couple variations on it. We're doing a we got a cafe picante, which is uh coffee, cayenne, and cinnamon. That is a cigar Ooh. mead for after dinner. It's, it's freaking wonderful. Wow. I'm gonna go back to back meads. Let's do it. So you were talking Do about it. your your references. This is one of my favorite references. We'll see. Did you hear us talking about this, Taylor? No, I didn't. So this is I ain't no peach. Oh, let's see if you know. You will know the reference when we explain it to you. So as Steve Sporn, I'll, I'll give him the thunder on the reference. Uh, this is a peach and ginger session mead. So session mead, of course, just like in beer, uh, it's a little bit lower ABV. So this is 6%, uh, big, bold, balanced flavors, uh, but lightly carbonated as well. Um, and on the cover, on the cover, on the label, uh, you can kind of tell that uh, it may or may not be when a certain sixer fell into the crowd last year. <laughs> is and, that uh, Mike Scott? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, awesome. I, I can neither confirm nor deny Yeah, yeah, that. you can't deny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. Um, and. And then the the comment, well, we had the, the resurface of the comment from Joel after uh, him and Cat got into it. Yeah, their little wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Mike Scott's response to somebody probably every day. Um, oh, this he's is just good. awesome. Except it was I ain't no bitch. Yeah, yeah. But gotcha. like you know that word doesn't really describe the flavor profile. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. We had to get another one. God, this is good. This is delicious. The nose is crazy. It's straight peach. I like it's so crazy. I also like the lightly carbonated meads more. That's more my my flavor. I just like the the texture of it. It just kind of gives it that little extra pop. Gateway meads. <laughs> yeah, that's which a good is one. what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, unapologetically so. That's a good way to put it because you know? it's like that. That's kind of a a good way to ease into it from the craft brew, you know, yep. vibe. That's that's why we like when when grocery stores and um beer distributors is easy but especially grocery stores they put us in the beer section um so as like i talked about wegmans for a minute they put us in the beer section it's in now they've changed it all around they've done the whole move to the thing to the middle of the store and blah. Right. so we're in the cider section now but um used to be in pennsylvania craft brews which is very easy for people to pick us out you don't put us in the gluten-free section because only people looking for gluten-free things go to the gluten-free section. Right. That's got to be tough, yeah. And if you're in, we're in the wine section, people who drink wine, they get their grape. They know what they're drinking. 
beer drinkers are hunters. Mm-hmm. They look and look and look and look for more and had it, had it, need it, have it, drink it again, drink it again, have it, need it, have it. And, you know, wine drinkers just stick to what they do. They got a backup grape, but that's about it. That's interesting. That, that's a really interesting, uh, like, approach to the market where I never really thought about where wine drinkers know what they're getting. Um, beer people are looking for something new to try, something different. So that's, that's a really interesting approach, and it's got to be tough. Like, where does it fit in? Yeah, it's got a, it, it, you know, and it sets back to, you guys, you know, untapped and and this, and it it makes my soul cry when you hear somebody ask about a beer and their description is, had it. Huh. And you just want to punch them in the throat. Right. Why didn't you had it again? You know, that's why we got all these great breweries here in PA, you know, Trogues, and I mean, we talked about Prima Pills and, you know, Victory and God, how many 21st birthday parties were there? Um I can't remember. Yeah, for sure. But uh literally. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why you go back to these beers. You go back to Sierra Nevada, Pale Ale, you know. Right. You know, you go back to Dead Guy, you know. So I don't know. I got this I ain't no peach from you a couple couple weeks ago. It was in October, I think, when you were down at the uh the farm the, the farmer's, farmers market. market, yeah. So I brought uh two of them to poker that next Friday. I don't know if you're watching the untapped check ins. Whenever, if you ever see a flurry of meads <laughs> with me and a couple other people, like at the yeah. same time, that's me bringing mead or to beer poker. to poker. Okay, and um, and everybody loved this one. This nice. was probably yeah. the it was definitely the favorite of the night. It's probably one of the more favorites that I've had. Um, I just think the peach and the ginger balance each other perfectly. It, it the ginger just knocks that little sweetness off the edge of it, and I think yeah. it's just really tasty. Yeah, Mike. Uh Mike Manning's a brewer and he's he's been doing this for a long time and it, it's it's really fun to work with uh work with him and um and Greg Mike and Greg are the owners and work with them on you know keep bringing up new things to try and you know try this and like and different honeys you can work with like we just did a creamsicle mead um oh, that sounds tasty yeah it does yeah it's like like I said come visit we got over you know we got close to 40 flavors uh, up in Allentown, just opened up a new tasting room in Bethlehem, and then we got an outpost up in Scranton. Wow, Scranton, that's crazy though. Because I'm looking at, at the the different formats here. You've got a corked bottle, mm-hmm. similar to wine, and then you've got a carved can, also yep. similar to beer. I didn't bring a keg, <laughs> but you just, you know there are different formats and different ways. You know, I, I didn't even realize it when we were drinking the first one that it's probably not carved. So uh, there's a lot of different interesting ways that you can uh, you can get into mead, which is a little more versatile than than beer is, which is kind of interesting. It's really good. Like I, Ano Peach is legit. This is an instant classic. It's delicious. Oh, it's an instant classic. Going five out of five. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going ten out of ten. Instant classic. Ten out of ten <laughs> all day, all day. Word. This is really, really good. I, I'm so. being serious. This is really, really good. I could drink that all the time. It's not too sweet. I think I gave the 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 Wu Tang Cran instant classic as well when, when you were here last yeah. time. That, that stuff was. You're a mead guy. I like the mead. I mean, because <laughs> I like uh, like white wine. I do like white wine, um, and it kind of has that vibe to it a little bit yeah. with the with the flavor profile at least, and certainly the way aesthetically it looks uh, like it. Right? It looks like it kind of you get the whole vibe from from the nose yeah it's got a big nose got legs when you exactly twirl it yeah and it's it's really delicious like really really tasty i will say that uh like i said earlier i'm partial to the the carved versions of it like it's just it it adds that extra dimension to it 
Sure. You know what I mean? Good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that, that one a lot. That's really good. See, I told you. <laughs> you is, that, is that at Wegmans as well? Uh, not the ones down here. Okay. Um, it's it's up in uh, Lehigh Valley. Okay. Uh, Allentown, Bethlehem, Nazareth. Uh, you can also again order online. Okay. Um, yeah. Very I'm cool. Gonna, I'm gonna do that. How long would something like that stay fresh? Like, do I have to worry about drinking that in a month? No. Eight months? Is this no. gonna this hold the, up a year or two years? Yeah. Okay. This is the anti uh, freshy IPA. There, there's no. You don't have to get rid of this in 90 days. Um, the bottles will last forever, ever. Like, you know, hashtag outcast. Forever, but, ever, uh, forever, ever. Um, the cans, I mean, I, I wouldn't let them sit around for more than a year. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're always making new flavors and making new batches. So, But we've put meads, uh, like, from the very beginning, side-by-side uh, side with ones we just made. And we can tell the difference a little bit, but it's trace. Unless it's something like it was one of the hopped meads where it's like, you know, after a, a year and a half, then the hops just like fall off. Right. Which, of course, that happens in damn near everything. Sure. But I brought some other, I brought some beers for you too. Um, yeah, let's crack we something to keep it about. keep it moving along. All right. You're going, um, you're going triple or you're going, where are you going? I got a Berliner Weiss. I got a triple. I got a, I got a, a, a palate cleanser here at the, uh, the duck pen. Yeah, let's do that duck pen. Right, I've been eyeing pen. it up because the, the label's been facing me this whole time, so I keep looking at it. Taunting you. It has been. So, yes. Good crack. Let's so, talk uh, Christmas plans. What's going on for Christmas? Christmas beers? Anything uh, Anything exciting? We or could, anything We could planned? have opened the Christmas beer while we were talking Christmas beers. I forgot we had a Christmas beer. I was going to Just go backwards a little bit. That's all right. We'll have some duck pen over Christmas maybe, too. I always look forward to the Anchor Christmas beer. Okay. The one with the tree on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always just a little bit different. I don't remember how they do it. It's like a different recipe every year, but I did it's see always fun. Kunda Beverage, I think, just posted that one on their uh, on their uh, Facebook or Instagram. You know, I kind of like that place. It, you know what's what's neat about it is um, you ever go there, Kunda Beverage in K- King of Prussia? I do. They sell our products yeah, sometimes. Great. So, yeah. So, um, I like I take <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. I take 76 from uh, from Philly a couple days a week. You know, coming back home, and it's like really easy to get off seventy six, right onto the road that they're on Henderson, I think it is, mm-hmm. and hop down, check something out, and get right get right back on the road. And, you know, I can be in and out of there in just a couple of minutes. But they've got a really good selection. There's a ton of beers there, but they have this really nice bottle section, and I kind of got stuck there the other day because I was kind of I was looking for something for somebody in particular, but I just kept looking around like, oh, they have this, they have that, they had so much stuff, but it's kind of like a neat spot that um, I wish I went to more often. It's like I love Exton Beverage, of course. They're fantastic, um, and, and they're like my local go-to. But um, but Kunda's really nice, and it's a it's a really cool spot. But um, where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, I saw they had that Christmas beer there. That's the first time I had seen it. I don't remember the last time I've had one of those. It's been a while. I just assume that like craft beer drinkers would just gravitate towards like heavy stouts during christmas it's definitely on the menu yeah but then there's different spices and stuff that people add to different beers yep. I, get, I get the feeling this christmas one that i have behind me here has got a little spice to it see for me i got really excited i think the first when i first got into beer i um i was working in phoenixville i stopped into sly fox 
and I grabbed one of their Christmas ales. I was super excited about it and I drank it and it was gross. <laughs> and so far I haven't found anything that I've really liked. Like when you, when you get those ales that are like, they throw in those, those spices that are like cinnamon and gingerbread and, uh, whatever else bullshit. Like I just Spruce. don't like it. Yeah. No, no, it's not, it's not for me. That's dogfish. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't liked any of them that I've had so far. I am talking heavy on Christmas beers. I'm sorry. I'm like completely <laughs> back getting to us duck out of whack. Pin. Back yeah, to duck, duck pin. I could be, but see now this is a beer that you could have on Christmas, maybe Christmas day. Um, you, you just had lunch. You're kind of milling around the house waiting to, for dinner time. Um, marathon beer maybe there's some football on depending on uh on if it's sunday christmas or tuesday christmas this this is a beer that is a no for me dog dog? no for me dog so like i all right i don't know if it's because we just double meated it like that that i ain't no peach is so delicate and this is just so hoppy and abrasive like i don't know if it's uh if it's just the contrast of the two going from one to the other but because like this one the nose is fantastic i feel like it, it the nose is fantastic but the taste is just like too too heavy for me right now i th- i i i think there's an earthiness to these hops that i think earthiness and those kind of hops are not your favorite you didn't get an, I didn't you didn't get a lot. No, I did. Oh, you did? Okay, okay, okay. I was like, do you want me to just finish it? Or you, are you <laughs> no, out I'll, on finish, it? I'll finish it. Like, no, dude. No, just, I can't it. even. I'll, I'll do that. I mean, it's, I'll yeah. do that. Have yeah. one more ounce. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing one of those. I do just finish no, this one. I've usually I'm the last one to get the the round and I realized that you were the last one this time and I don't I didn't feel yeah, like no, I, I had plenty. You a lot. It's good. It's it's it is happy. It is that earthy happy. And, and whatever that malt is to the way the two blend in together, it's definitely like a distinct flavor uh, or distinct taste of this beer. Um, probably not my favorite, uh, you know, style of, of IPA or what is this? A pale ale? Pale ale. Pale ale. So how many different pairs of glasses you got over there, Gramps? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over there? Yeah. I yeah. look like a guy that just had his 25th class reunion this past weekend. Oh, how was that? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was at John's house. <laughs> oh, that's right. You stood that up for me. You weren't yeah. going to go either. Anyway, were you? I, no, ca- I, ca- I called the, the three people I I knew might go, and they all were like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> nah." Like, all right, well, I'm not driving an hour. Yeah, I mean, pale ale, five and a half percent. Um, it's funny you say heavy because I, I think this is just. This is all day drinking beer. Yeah, this is just easy peasy. I don't. Um, I, don't, I, don't I think do you think it's it's heavy like from a flavor. Yeah, standpoint. I agree with them. It and maybe it is because it says Northwest and Pacific Pacific Northwest hops, which I think I, I like that way because I pine pun intended for the old uh, like the West Coast IPAs the the did they're dirty gritty like enamel rotters um that just aren't around too much right now this is not an enamel peeler but it's definitely got that that piney earthy taste that we were yeah. talking about. like i said it might just be because of the contrast between what we had prior to this definitely doesn't hurt, doesn't help the cause yeah i'm thinking the same thing as i'm surprised how like earthy and hoppy and and not rugged but it is just you know a bit 
a bit much right after those beers. But I'm surprised to see that it's just a 5.5% pale because all that flavor and all that hoppiness going on. Um, it's just surprising that it's coming from such a such a little guy. Well, it was Aww. a no. For, it was a no for me, dog. Yeah, but what guy. do you guys rate it? Um, I, I would do like a three seven five. I'm going solid four. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, I am a uh, a non raider. Oh, okay. On the, on the untapped, um, because I uh, we don't have time. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I would been, drink this again, and again. I've been way off on my untapped because I don't want to check in the beers now because mm-hmm. i don't want it to be in the future <laughs> of what people are seeing from the past <laughs> keeping up with your untapped be like oh they're gonna talk about this because like my, my boy fish will be like when's steve drinking this and then i'll drink it in a week from now and he'll think that i've been drinking that beer the entire time <laughs> right and it's not that way yeah no that's uh that's an interesting take on it shout out to fish i need to get on that that cool kids list of the Jersey beers. Yeah, absolutely. What are you cracking out? Is this the Christmas beer? Well, let's have a little Christmas beer yeah, since we were talking do, about uh, Christmas beer. And we'll talk about something completely different. So this is the uh, <laughs> this is the Christmas ale from Bells. Let's uh, talk about Thanksgiving beers. It's again. a uh, it's a Scotch ale. I've never had this one before, and I think I've had this in my fridge for a year. So this might be uh, might Vintage. be aged. So what do you guys like drinking on New Year's Eve? Yeah, like uh, what's your <laughs> Easter flavor? I, can, I, know, those, I know what your Easter what, flavor what, is. What's that? What's my Those, Easter uh, Them bottles you'd be hunting down, you got a big old vertical. Oh, yeah, the, the uh, licorice flavor. Oh, is that an Easter yeah, thing? Like a little, yeah, it can be. Yeah. St. Bernadette. Or, or no, uh, Golden Corrales. Uh, Van Kaiser Puvi Van Kaiser Blah. <laughs> Golden Corrales. That's where I used to work. That's not right. <laughs> I used to work there. Golden Corral. <laughs> it was there on Prime Rib Night. <laughs> Every night is Prime Rib Night. <laughs> Place is purgatory. That's hilarious. This is going to be a lot different. I don't know if you've had a Scotch ale before. I have. Have we? Not on this show. What? Where'd you have one? You had a Scotch ale in not Rochester? on this show? In Rochester. I knew it. Oh, yeah. Remember? Um, what, what, Rodenbach. What Rodenbach. No, not the... Not the Rodenbach? No, not the one we just had. There's a... Roarback. Roar, roar Roarback. <laughs> Rorschach? Maybe. West Vlederland? <laughs> That's it. Starts with an R. Rest- a trapeze? <laughs> yes, this is a 2018. Uh-huh. Roarback Brewing, uh, Rochester, New York. Almost oh, in Pennsylvania. That's nice. Remember the first Scotch that's really nice. The Sam Adams one with the plaid on the Is that the what table. it's called, John? Yeah, Roarback. Because we got, we got that before. We got their Scotch Yeah, ale. it's that a neat little time. place. You know what's crazy is, um, you know, the, there's Wegmans up there too in Rochester, but I've never seen it. When you go into the Wegmans, they've got cans, but they actually have sealed. 64 ounce growlers with like tape over it at Wegmans that you can buy. Really? Yes. New York with their weird and I've, I've never seen laws. anything like it. But like I we went to the brewery, we tried a bunch of beers there. It's not bad, nothing crazy, but yeah. I wouldn't trust that. Yeah, I know. It's very interesting. Well, I don't know, man. It's coming from Wegmans. I mean, but when did they fill that growler? That's, well, that's a good then, point. Yeah. Because there's. Because then there's breweries that do the the beer releases, and sometimes they'll pre-fill crawlers and stuff. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm sure everything's on the up and up, at least in theory. That makes me a little nervous, too. Yeah. I guess, especially if it's something like a cream. I mean, I'm really worried about losing carb more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that is interesting. I, I, I don't know. we got to have to revisit that next time we go up. 
Well, who makes this beer? What is this beer? Uh, this is from Bell's. This is not as spicy as I was imagining. I wonder if it sitting a year took some of that off of that. Yeah. And it, I, I wish not, I had one fresh to to compare to. This is not bad. This is a nice full-bodied beer. Um, did you say it's barrel? Is there anything no. barrel going on in there? Nope. It's just a, it is a scotch ale, but it's the same recipe okay, every year. So I'm just getting some scotch then. Got me. All right. I just say because we were talking about uh, anchor, anchor that they yeah change. they change it up and what's that other one uh, fade to black uh, where that that recipe is always different too the the stout yeah yeah left left hand left hand yeah 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 so I don't know so it, I've never had this before but I feel like something might be it, it something tastes muted to me I could see that. I'm not getting a whole lot of spices, but I'm getting that scotch, I guess. And that's what made me think maybe it was a little barrel because, you know, I, I just kind of chalk this up with any like, you know, barrel aged ale. You but know it's nice. I mean? It's, it's got a, a nice, nice caramel note to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. A little roasty toasty. Roasty? Yeah, yeah. Roasty toasty. I like that. Would drink on Christmas. I definitely would drink this on Christmas. Yeah. Not that it feels Christmassy, but it, it you know. It's a, you know. Little, the little heavy beers, yeah, a little, little touch of boozy to them. Yeah. Feel good, and, you know, the wife's driving, so. Yeah. As far <laughs> as Christmas beers are concerned, this is the best one I've had. Wow. If you're talking like Mad Elf, I'm out. Oh. You know, like. Have you, have you given Mad Elf a year? No. He's got a point. You got to give it, like, a year. And then you got Rudolph. Rudolph's another one I think I got to give a little bit. Is there a Wild Elf? That's Did you say that? Brewworks. Yeah. Yeah. And a Grand Crew, I think I had that was gross. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like those spicy, weird beers like that. We're running low on time, so I want to try to do a quick recap, or uh, what, what would you say, like a uh, reflection on the past season? Are there any reflection. beers, shows, episodes that stand out to you that um, you know, just like a quick reflection, like think about what we've done over the past season. And I don't know when the season actually changed. I don't know when we ended a season and started a season. But I have to say for sure, Kenneth Brewfest mm-hmm. is that like you know near the top of my list. Absolutely, yeah, it has to be. It was just such a a, a new experience. Right. It was a thing that we went into the unknown. Mm. We made it happen. We met a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just fantastic. Right. And I'll say off of that, a brewery that stands out to me this year is Breaker. Breaker Brewing we had for the first time there. Yeah. And I actually got to go to that brewery on a work, you know, kind of like around a work trip. And um, I just really like their beers. And and I think that they have a very distinct flavor and taste to their beers. And and they're great. And I think that they can, um, they're, they're going to do good things, continue to good, do good things. Kenneth Brewfest was, was a great time for me. I loved seeing Taylor at a brew fest yeah <laughs> that was awesome because he was uh, uh you know part wonderment part confusion yeah part he was almost impressed that we knew people right. i was <laughs> i was um i gotta say the uh what do they call it, the lanyard things what is it oh the uh, badges the, the that badges. my wife made but yeah the badges were very official um and uh walking around there uh it was great to see just your guys's impact on the craft beer world around here uh people know you guys people know the show um and it's cool to see i don't get out much because i'm doing this every night so you know you guys are going out to these breweries and meeting these really nice and cool people and um 
they seem to really appreciate what we're doing here, and that 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 really uh, matters. That matters to me. So. The personal highlight was probably listening to that guy say Levant. <laughs> and we didn't get it on the uh, recorded yeah. that was probably my personal favorite that, that, that hit the cutting room floor that was good <laughs> i've said i've said it uh a few times already this uh since it's happened but the uh, you told me not to say that fuck it yeah it was like probably my favorite thing that happened this season yep um favorite beer that sticks out to me yeah uh absolutely one thousand percent um uh my clear cut go to the season is Samarande by Brothers Kirshner. Brothers Kirshner. Tasty. Very tasty. Very good. Very, very good. I love that um, beer. It was so good. And um, I got to say, like, you gave me some of the table beer from yep. Brew Gentleman. Brew yep. Gentleman. And uh, it's right up there, but doesn't top it. Samarande is just like the, it was the perfect beer for It's the perfect beer for me. It's so good. Table beer might be my favorite beer of the season. And what's interesting is we cracked that bottle pretty close to that three fontine. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you're the one who said they're, they're oddly similar. There's some similarities there. Absolutely. And, uh, I don't know. I, and I just, I love Lambic, so I, I just love that beer. My beer of the year that we had on the show was probably that, uh, strawberry ale from, um, the one that Carrie just brought last, uh, oh, yeah. last episode. Um, the one from Wisconsin. That was New Glarus. Good. New Glarus. Wow, yep. that was really good. And, and that's one of the ones that it didn't... We've been thinking about the fruited sours and, and that whole realm. Mm-hmm. To have a fruited ale that wasn't a lactose sour was so refreshing. It was. So different. It changed my perception on things a little bit, which was great. That's a New Glarus is no joke. You, you get any single beer from them, you're like... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fantastic he's I, i'm excited to try the uh cherry stuff he said he's got i uh i, I want to find out more about that stuff because that that was a really good beer <laughs> you're right so flipping through my timeline i guess i want to give a couple shout outs to people who helped make this such a great season uh russ over at pa brew review yeah uh, not, not only for being a, a patreon member a guest on the show, but also him putting all that work into the website helps us generate a lot of content. I want to get more. I want to get him back on the show. Yeah, we Russ, definitely hit have us to. up. We're going we're to get you we on will. season three. Um, the homie Brett. Yeah, what up, Brett? Brett was on Brett and a Laura. few times. Brett and Laura, for sure. Um, he filled in one of the times I was out this season. Yeah, that's right. Uh, similar to like Dave did. Uh, Dave, obviously, you're back uh, for your second time. So thank you uh, for you know helping us out, supporting us, you know, uh, schooling us on mead, everything like that. Very cool. Um, you know, we uh, I think Stolen Son was this season. Yep. yep. So shout out Stolen Son. There's another Brett, uh, John Harahan. He hit us up and and sent us out some beers. Yeah. From Minnesota, right mm-hmm. before he moved. Mm-hmm. So shout out John for uh, all of your help and being a part of us uh, getting this season together. What up, John? um fam brewers they were on as well yeah they're doing great things and moving right along uh brewing lots of beers so um you know keep up the good work there fam is so so incredible i can't wait to find out what they're doing next uh uh saw sean at your birthday party love hanging out with that dude what's up fam good people good people uh kenneth Brewfest obviously was fantastic uh kenneth winterfest is coming up tickets are on sale now uh that's in february it's on leap day year yeah, leap, leap day. day. Leap day. The 29th? Do I call it leap year or do I call it leap day? I think leap day. Uh Andy, Dana, Dana's a new member as well. 
So um, thanks for our food Patreon member. Yeah, shout out, big time. Jeff Norman over at Kenneth Brewfest for all your support and getting us involved there. I love that uh, a lot of our listeners get their spouses to listen. Uh, Sean, for example, from FAM, yep. we were talking about it. He's got his awesome wife listening to the shows, um, Brett and Laura as well. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It's great that, that people are doing that. So shout yep. out to you guys. Really appreciate it. James from uh, Binge House. That was a great episode as well. Yeah. And then, um, you know, constant supporters of ours. Um, the, oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> listening to me. Um, the, the guys at Bottle Room and Station Tap Room and yeah. the guys over at East Branch, local downtown guys, mm. not only have they been guests, uh, you know, like our last episode, um, you know, and um, uh, from Great Lakes, Seth. Shout out to the beer store. Yeah, the beer store too in Malvern. But, you know, these these downtown guys have been such great supporters of us and uh, and willing to be on the shows and things like that. So everybody, I, I just am I'm really passionate about it. And um, I'm so thankful that you guys were, gave as much as you did to help us put out a great show and be guests and, and, and teach us things. So, um, you know, shout out to everybody that, that listens, that supports. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, if I'm missing anybody, I'm sorry. I tried to make sure I got everybody well, there. And just to add on to that, too, um, you guys are always looking for guests. You get great guests um every episode just about and if you're listening and you want to be a guest if you're working at a beer store if you're working at a brewery or you want to get involved somehow hit us up yeah shoot us a message might be brews at gmail.com or if you follow us on social media slide in the dms yeah do it up instagram facebook doesn't matter we get them right here on our phones and we'll talk to you this is the season finale of might be brews but we will be back uh it won't be long month and a half or so yeah so what, what are we looking at and uh, mid january yeah uh mid january early february <laughs> next time we talk we'll be like, eh, it's gonna be like end of february or well, we gotta listen every time we go on break and i say this on every show um uh every time we go on break we do a lot of big things so we got a lot of work to do uh next season is going to be bigger better it's going to look better notice i said look better video video uh, uh total overhaul of the website we're going to make it more accessible we're going to make it so that people can kind of join in and make a forum on there so we can talk to you guys. Oh, you that's know. a good idea. Uh, we're looking at doing uh, some some live stuff, live video, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, things of that nature. Uh, we want to get people involved. We want to get people involved on the live side. We want people to get involved on the Patreon so that we can get more on the uh, wild card. We want to up the prize, keep the prize moving up. More people we get involved, uh, the more we give back. So it's going to be big. Season three is going to be something to look forward to. I'm telling you. Yeah, very very excited. So we have more beers to get to, but unfortunately, the time for season two has come to an end. Why is this music so slow? I know, right? One point five. One point five. Go Steve, to Patreon. Go to Patreon. I got to thank you. It's been a fantastic season. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you do and, and for taking the time to, you know, obviously do this. You're a fantastic guy to do this with. Thanks for uh, eating my mac and cheese. Yeah, absolutely. Taylor, thank you for everything you do. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Really, more than anything, Dave, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very You're much. You're the man. If you've taken the time to listen, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Thank you so much for your support, for checking us out. Do me a favor, tell a friend, 
share, like us, subscribe to us, you know, comment, uh, whatever you can to, uh, to help spread the word. Patreon.com slash MBN network. Check out the sponsor. Real you know quick. Me CBD. Yeah. You know me CBD. Yeah. You got it real quick. Dave plug real quick. Colony meadery. Colonymeadery.com. Uh, you can come visit us in Allentown, Bethlehem and Scranton, uh, get available at any Wegmans and especially available at the bottle room. Go see Carrie, get a peanut butter and jelly taco. Yes. Good call. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. Ha, ha, ha.